What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode three of the Joe and Joey Show. Now, if you are new to the show, welcome and thank you for listening. The way this show works is we're going to have three topics each episode about sports and daily news, which we will discuss and debate. And as always, if you want to see the video version of the show and watch us in person, you can go watch us on our YouTube channel at the Joe and Joey Show. Make sure to like and subscribe. Comment in the comment section. Leave us suggestions if you like the episode and what you want us to talk about on the next episode. Lastly, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Joe and Joey Show. Same thing applies. Comment in the comment section and just let us know how we're doing. Give us some feedback. We would really appreciate it. And just let us know what you want us to talk about. How you doing, Joe? Good, Joey. How you doing? Great, man. We got our sign up. It looks incredible. If you guys are watching us, on YouTube, you can see the sign. If you're listening to us on Spotify, I highly suggest you go to our YouTube channel and check it out. The sign looks incredible. Shout out Sculpt Neon Signs for coming up with this beautiful sign. I love it. It looks incredible. Yeah, great job. Um, our production process is complete now. We were waiting on the last thing, which was the sign. Um, and we finally got it up and we're ready to go. Dude, I'm so freaking pumped. Like every week we're improving and... I love doing this podcast with you, and we're just having so much fun doing it. So what do you think, man? I, I love it. Yeah, bro. Let's celebrate. It's St. Patty's Day weekend. Um, we got our proper 12 here. Yeah, we got our Irish whiskey right here, but this is the new one. Have you had the uh, Irish apple of proper 12? Yeah, green apple. It's good. I haven't had it yet, so I'm excited to try this out. What is this? 35% alcohol. You know, I tried the other proper 12. I wasn't the biggest fan, the original. I'm more of a Jameson guy. I've heard good things about this. Um, what did you think when you tried it? It's good. I like the apple flavor, uh, citrusy flavor. Um, but obviously, I think Jameson's a little bit better still, but I have no problem with Proper 12. I it, would drink it anytime. It's Irish whiskey. It's going to put hair on your chest. Right. But let's try it right now on the pod to celebrate our sign and our second week of podcast, right? And St. Patrick's Day, of course. Yep. Let's do it. And we're both Irish. You're Irish, right? Yeah, Keen is a uh, old Irish name, um, Irish and German. So if, if you go back and do the uh, those DNA tests or whatever it is, I think you'll find that Keen's Irish, but you never know. Dude, cheers to our Irish genes. Cheers. Salute, fam. Dude, I like this. Proper 12 Irish whiskey. Product of Ireland, signed by Conor McGregor. 35% whiskey if I didn't... 35% alcohol if I didn't mention that before. But this is pretty good. I really like it. Shout out to Conor McGregor. Isn't he your favorite UFC fighter? Yeah. UFC is... Uh, we've been watching that a lot lately. And we're going to watch the UFC 286 tonight, Usman and Edwards. I'm so excited for that. So we will have another episode tomorrow on the fight. So stay tuned for that. But let's just get right into the show, right? Let's do it. So headline number one is a bombshell. So topic number one, former President Donald Trump said early Saturday morning on his true social platform that he will be arrested on Tuesday based on illegal leaks from the Manhattan District's attorney office, which is investigating Trump's alleged role in hush money paid to Stormy Daniels. The former president also called for his supporters to protest in light of the news. The exact, the exact quote states, protest and take our country back. 
However, there's more. Now get this. The DA involved in the case, his name is Alvin Bragg, and he is financially tied to George Soros. So if you guys aren't familiar with George Soros, he's the number one donor for the Democrat Party. Has given hundreds of millions of dollars to the Democrats. Um, moving along, after Trump posted on the True Social about the matter, a Trump spokesperson issued a statement clarifying that Trump has received no notification besides illegal leaks from the Justice Department and the DA's office. Two media outlets about the arrest, right? If Trump expectation comes to fruition, right, it would mark the first time in history a former president has been indicted. Elon Musk later tweeted after the bombshell news that Donald Trump said he'll be arrested on Tuesday. And this is in quotes. If Donald Trump gets indicted, he will win in a landslide victory in the 2024 election. So that's a lot to take in. What do you think is going to happen to Donald Trump, Joe? What are your thoughts on this? Do you think he will be arrested on Tuesday? No, I don't think he's going to be arrested. Um, I think it's kind of a smokescreen, right? If you just think about it, you know, as I'm listening to you talk and explain the situation more, um, Stormy Daniels, you know, I don't really know who that is. But besides that, how are they going to prove that money he sent her is hush money? You know, like sending somebody money to be quiet about something that they did that together that probably wasn't illegal. So to answer the question, I don't think Trump is going to leave in handcuffs. I don't think we're going to see him taken away by police in handcuffs. You know, the secret secret service is working on that. If that's the case, I don't see it happening. They're preparing yeah. for the scenario if it does happen. Right. Um, and obviously he would still be protected by secret service, I believe, up until he gets arrested. And then if he does get arrested, I think he would leave or lose secret service privileges. So that's a big thing to to watch for. Um, and Elon Musk's take is a big take, you know, Elon Musk is obviously not a stupid guy. He's got a lot of power, you know, he's, he's in charge of space, SpaceX, Tesla, and a lot of other things. So that's, that's a big take. And hopefully it doesn't amount to something, you know, violent and stuff like that. But we just have to wait and see what happens. It, it's a mess. So I have two questions for you. Since this DA is backed by the biggest donor of the Democratic Party, George Soros, one, do you think this is a witch hunt by the Democratic Party? And two, do you think if Trump is indicted, do you think this hurts his chances? Do you think Ron DeSantis is the lead candidate for the Republican Party if this happens to Trump? Right. So one, is it a witch hunt? And two, does this hurt Donald Trump's chances in the 2024 presidential election? I'm going to say, I'm going to go, I'm not 100% sure about a witch hunt, um, but if I had to pick yes or no, I would say... Even it's, though it's backed by the biggest Democratic, the DA is funded, you know, the DA, right, is backed by George Soros, who is the number one donor of the Democrat Party. Yeah, if I had to pick one, I'd say it's probably just another stunt, right? I mean, we've seen his house get raided for um, secured documents or whatever the term was. I don't remember what the term was. It just seems like one thing after another, they're trying to, to take Trump down. I mean, they've been trying to get this guy for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're trying to put him out of his misery. And honestly, if I was him, you know, I would probably just let DeSantis have the Republican Party at this point. I would go move to a private island and just live my life in peace and quiet and not 
be in that spotlight because it, you know, it, it's hard for him to win. He's taken on an entire establishment, so I just don't see him defeating that. And he's got plenty of money that he's made way before his presidency. So I think DeSantis now this pushes him ahead as the the favorite. So you think if this does happen, if they put Donald Trump in handcuffs, you think Ron DeSantis is the clear candidate for the Republican Party? Yeah, if if Trump leaves in handcuffs, it's it's over for um for him. I don't even know if you're allowed to to run for president with pending charges like that or or a open case. And it, it, DeSantis is just cleaner, right? You know, he doesn't have a history of two or three wives, not that that's illegal by any, you know, if you can have mm-hmm. as many wives as you want, but he's just cleaner, military background, Harvard Law School, Harvard Law School. I mean, the list goes on and on. Done a, a nice job with Florida. Um, obviously, nobody's perfect. He's had some crazy, done some crazy stuff and had some crazy takes, but he kept Florida open during the pandemic. I was, I was happy about that. You know, we, we seem to be the example to, to get back to normal. You know, I still see in airports people wearing masks and, you know, just living. I and I'm I'm not a political person, but it just seems like people are living in fear. And Florida seemed to be the one to put that to an end first. So I, I think DeSantis has has that momentum to run off of. And I think if, if Trump, you know, get leaves in handcuffs, it's over for him. See, I have a different take from that. I believe if they arrest Donald Trump, I believe this will revive his base, you know, because the Donald Trump base is second to none. They will show up go and to show the, out. They will go to the end of earth and back for Donald Trump. This to me, it smells like a political witch hunt. I mean, look at impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the Russia collusion hoax. I mean, they've been trying to get this guy for so long. And to arrest Donald Trump for hush money by a DA that's backed by the biggest donor from the Democrat Party, it just seems like a political stunt to me. So I don't think this hurts Trump. I'm actually in the camp with Elon Musk. I believe that if they do this, it's going to look very politically motivated. It's going to look like the government is trying to do everything possible to stop the one man who is the biggest threat to the government, right? The, the biggest the biggest threat to the establishment, the biggest threat to the swamp is Donald Trump. And I believe if he gets reelected, he's going to go in there and blow shit up, honestly, because they hate him. He hates them. I think he miscalculated when he got in there the first time that he was going to have eight years to change, you know, the establishment. He was wrong. And I think if he gets in and he gets reelected, this time he has nothing to lose. What does Donald Trump have to lose if he gets reelected as the president? He is going to mess stuff up in the establishment, and they know that, and they're petrified of this guy. The liberal establishment, the Republican establishment, the rhinos in our government, they are terrified of Donald Trump if he gets in there. Because the government, to me, is a mafia. I mean, they... They go in there, they make it a career, and they're all millionaires. And they stay in there and they make this career. It's just insane. And I believe he's the biggest threat to the establishment, Donald Trump. And that's why they're trying to do everything in their power to get rid of this guy. And I will say one thing about Donald Trump, um, real estate-wise. When he was the president, you know, lowest interest rates ever to buy a house. 
um, tax credits for homeowners, you know, real estate tax credits for business, you know, people in business with real estate. So the economy was great. He obviously hit a speed bump with COVID, but, you know, I think, you know, people will say he, he was back in the vaccine and he took the safe route and, and shut the country down, but he just didn't have a lot of information about COVID and he did develop the vaccine quickly. So I think, I think he has a chance, but if he leaves in handcuffs, in my opinion, I think it's just, there's yeah. no way to overcome that. So you're in the DeSantis camp, right? So if Trump gets indicted, not saying you support Ron DeSantis, but I'm saying you think Ron DeSantis will be the nominee for the Republican Party. Yes. If he gets indicted, it's I think it's over, but I could you, be wrong. You see, I'm in the opposite camp. I think Trump, whether he gets indicted or not, is still going to be the nominee, you know, pending he... You know, the trial clears all that shit. Court system plays itself out and he's in prison. Yeah. But if this is minor, I believe Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. It's going to rejuvenize, revitalize the base. And the thing with Ron DeSantis is that Mitch McConnell and all the establishment Republicans have already said that they are going to back Ron DeSantis when he announces his presidency. And the problem with that is they're going to give him all this money, right? They're going to give Ron DeSantis all the money. And he's going to be indebted to them. So he's going to have to do what Mitch McConnell, Marco Rubio, Mitt Romney, Ted Cruz, what they want him to do. And Donald Trump is more right than Ron DeSantis, meaning he's less establishment. He's more of a populist. And I believe the Republican Party, they don't want any rhinos in there. They don't want any establishment figures in there at this point. And they want someone that's furthest away from the government someone that's going to go in there and doesn't owe them anything and actually put America first. And that's why I think Donald Trump is going to win. One, another reason I think he's going to win the nomination, not saying he's going to win the presidency, but another reason I think he's going to win the nomination is we didn't have any new wars start under his presidency. You know, North Korea wasn't firing missiles. Putin wasn't invading Ukraine or any other countries. Foreign affairs was really excellent with Donald Trump. And right now we're on the brink of World War III. And who's the best person to put in there right now? Is it Ron DeSantis, someone who has no relationships with Putin and China, Xi Jinping? Or is it Donald Trump who has a relationship with them and nobody messed with Donald Trump? Nobody, you know. To me, those are two reasons why I think Donald Trump is going to be the nominee, regardless if he gets indicted or not. It'll probably be a little bit closer than it would have been. But if you look at the previous polls in January, a single digits, him and Ron DeSantis and every month after that, it's been Trump pulling away. I don't think this indictment's going to mean anything to the Republicans, his base. I think his base is going to rally behind him and it's going to piss them off so much that they're going to want to vote for Trump because they're going to think this is a witch hunt and this is fake. And for me, the only thing I don't like about this situation is what Donald Trump posted on his uh, True Social saying, and his exact quotes, is protest and take our country back. That can be interpreted in so many ways. You know, we already had a January 6th, and if he is in handcuffs and he's in prison, I just don't want his base to do anything reckless like what happened on January 6th. I don't want there to be a civil war. 
I mean, it's scary. What do you think? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, always for peace, right? You have your First Amendment right to protest, say how you feel, take the streets, and protest peacefully. But Yeah, I think that was a reckless thing to say. Whether it's politically motivated or not, I don't think he should have said protest and take our country back. Protest how? Right? The last time your base protested, it ended up in, you know, January 6th. So, I don't know. Because this is worse than an election, right? If you jail the leader of the Republicans, I mean, that's kind of scary. And it's over something, you know, something that's really, I don't want to say a big deal because I don't know all the facts of the case. And I'm not trying to put down, you know, sexual assault or any of that stuff. I don't know if that's even what he's being arrested for. But it's it's about a woman, right? So... And that particular woman happens to be an adult film star. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it's a little sloppy, but that's why I don't see him leaving in handcuffs over this. I think, you know, he'll reach a settlement with that woman or that woman will will work something out with, with Trump and his attorneys. But I, I just don't see him going behind bars for something that may not even be there. There might not even be any reason yeah. to throw him in jail. You know, this right? is like a wet dream for the Democrats, right? They're like Nancy Pelosi. Everybody who's a Democrat is, they want this to happen so bad, right? And because you hate a political figure so much, you have to look at the ramifications on what might happen, right? There could be a civil war or there could be some protest, violent protest. So, you know, you guys may want him to go to jail, but you have to look at the ramifications of what this might do and how the base will respond. Yeah, it's a crazy situation. You know, with Trump, the world was at peace, but here in our country might not have been as peaceful as it, as it once was. So you have to, like, kind of weigh the good and the bad. Would you rather have a world in chaos like it is now and have a little bit more tension here at home in the United States? Or would you rather have you know, World War Three and peace here with the, not even peace here with the people. So it's, 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 a, cra- kinda, it's a crazy situation. The more I think about it, the more I think about it, I want another shot of that proper tomorrow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm down if you want to do it, man. Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's keep this train rolling. Okay. All let's right. move on to topic number two. All right. So topic number two, winners and losers of the NFL free agency so far. So according to Pro Football Focus, the winner of free agency was the Miami Dolphins with a letter grade of an A. Second place, third place, and fourth place, all tied with an A- minus, was the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Detroit, and the Detroit Lions. Now, Joe, with the Dolphins getting a letter grade of an A, do you agree with Pro Football Focus and that the Dolphins have had the best free agency so far? Yeah, and obviously we're heavily biased towards the Dolphins, right? But Nah, really? <laughs> yeah. So even even though we are a little bit biased towards the Dolphins, I think we've made the most moves. Steven Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, has officially opened up the, up the checkbook. Finally. If, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. And it's been on superstar players. Jalen Ramsey, um, Tyree Kill last offseason. David Long. David Long's a, a new linebacker we acquired from Tennessee. He was a free agent, but... A three-down linebacker, great in, in pass coverage, right, which you definitely need in today's NFL. 
I think that's going to be maybe the most important acquisition, even though we got Jalen Ramsey, because we finally have a middle linebacker that can go sideline to sideline. Um, they got that, some good underrated signings too, like Braxton Berrios and what's the quarterback's name? Mike White. Mike White. They got Mike White too. Yeah, Mike White's a, a Broward County guy, a Pembroke Pines guy. So shout out to him. Um, we were talking about this earlier. You know, the Jets kind of sprouted into a playoff team last year with Mike White at the helm. And then he goes out in that Buffalo game with like three broken ribs back to back. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise for the Dolphins because if he didn't get hurt in that game and the Jets go to the playoffs, we might not have him as a backup. Yeah, we might not. And Mike White, to me, is an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater had nothing to show last year. I think he was over the hill. You know, I think he should retire. He might have retired. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. But I definitely think Mike White's an upgrade. You know, Florida kid, Dolphin fan his whole life. So, you know, multiple 300-yard games last year. And that's big for a backup quarterback. The Jets look like a playoff team with him in there until he got hurt. They did. So that's a big backup signing. I really like that. Braxton Burial, slot receiver, former UM, Miami Hurricane. Kick returner, too. A lot of people sleep on his punt return and kick return ability. Yeah, no, I like I like what the Dolphins are doing. They're opening up the playbook. They're actually listening to the fans because the yes. fans, they want good product on the field, right? We've been terrible for so long where we've been 500 for so long. And, you know, we haven't had any good players because we get a horrible draft pick every year and then we miss in the draft. So, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again, expecting a different result. And you know what? The GM probably woke up one day and said, man, you know what? I can't draft anybody. So let me just sign all these guys. And that's what he's doing. So, you know, kudos to him. At least he's changing up the game plan. The Dolphins looked better last year. They made the playoffs. Hopefully Tua can stay healthy this year. And I think the Dolphins can do big things. I think they can win the division this year. Yeah, I think they can too, man. And to go back to the quarterbacks, I mean, we we almost went into Buffalo last year with a rookie quarterback and won that game. So that that rookie quarterback is going to be our third string quarterback this year with playoff experience. And then you throw in Mike White as a backup, who's thrown for over three hundred yards. I think that's an upgrade over Skylar Thompson. And then Tua, man, I'm praying Tua can stay healthy this year. Yeah, number one in QBR rating last year. Um, accurate, always been an accurate passer, but. Kind of got his his arm strength back working with uh, Perform, Nick Hicks, training him, getting him back right. So as, as long as Tua can stay healthy, I think it's it's Super Bowl or bust for the Dolphins. Yeah, shout out Nick Hicks. He's been working with Tua for a while, and Tua made many improvements last year. You know, after working with Nick, you know, Nick's a trainer at Perform in South Florida. He's been doing really good things with Tua. Tua's body, he even looked bigger last year. Look, he looked more compact, stronger. His arm looked better. So Nick Hicks has him in the going in the right direction, improving, you know, as a football player. The question with Tua is whether he can stay healthy or not. That's the main concern. But if Tua can stay healthy, you know, the Dolphins can go pretty deep this year, I believe. You know, I would, in my opinion, I would have loved to see the Dolphins go after Lamar Jackson. That would have been my preference. I don't know if they would have had the money to do that. Right. It's not because we saw the talent last last year, right? With two of six touchdown passes versus the Ravens. I mean, you know, you can't do that without having talent. So Tua's got the talent and he's got the weapons and the playmakers 
It's just a matter of if he can stay healthy or not. So hopefully Tua can stay healthy, and I think the Dolphins will do big things this year. Um, remaining free agents right now, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers. It's looking like Aaron Rodgers is going to sign with the Jets. Um, just some minor details in the contract and what the Packers want in return for Aaron Rodgers. I think they're debating whether to give him a first-round pick or not. But it's looking like Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets. You know, Lamar Jackson, I feel bad for him. Hopefully they can get that worked out because if I'm Lamar Jackson, I want more money than Deshaun Watson. I want an MVP. I've given my heart and soul to the Ravens organization. What has Deshaun Watson done in the league? Lamar Jackson won an MVP. So I feel bad for Lamar. Hopefully he gets his money. But what do you think? Uh, You still think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets, right? Yeah, I think the Jets better wise up and send two or three first-round picks if that's what they're asking for. You know, Aaron Rodgers, we just, we've just we seen Tom Brady play till 45. And Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he's took some, some injuries, but, you know, he's 37, 38 years old. You could get at least five more years out of Aaron Rodgers, and that's one of the best quarterbacks ever. So you have to pull the trigger there. Um, and then Lamar, you know, it, it's a shame what's going on with him, but... I think people are starting to realize you don't have to have the best players on defense. It's an offensive league. So you look at the Kansas City Chiefs who won the Super Bowl last year. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. He's making $50 million a year. Yep. Um, obviously, he has Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid calling the plays. So you can win with a $50 million a year quarterback and have an average defense and have a star receiver or tight end. So I mean, Patrick Mahomes is different, though. Yeah. But Baltimore, just pull the trigger, sign Lamar, give him his money. You got Mark Andrews. You can go out and get DeAndre Hopkins. Give give uh, the Cardinals a first-round pick. Give him a second-round pick. Get him a, num- a true number one receiver and see mm-hmm. what you can do. Yeah. I still wish the Dolphins would have tried to get Lamar Jackson. Could you imagine Lamar Jackson and Tyree Kill on the same team? The two fastest guys in the league, two most dynamic guys in the league. That would have been the most scary thing for any defense to go up against. Man, I wish the Dolphins would have done that. The money probably wasn't there. That's what I was hoping for. But, you know, we have Tua, and hopefully he can stay healthy this year. I'm praying for him. Yeah, let's go Dolphins. Super Bowl or bust. Yes, sir. All righty. Moving on to our final topic, topic number three reads. Miami-Dade police officer save an 8-year-old boy from drowning in a Miami canal. Now get this. The father of the 8-year-old who almost drowned, Orlando Valdez, had just picked up his son Christopher from daycare and were headed home to celebrate his birthday. The father of Orlando Valdez, or the father, excuse me, Orlando Valdez, said he felt a car coming in the opposite direction and was about to crash into them. The father ended up swerving to prevent a crash and ended up in the canal. The father quickly removed his seatbelt and turned to get his son, but was unable to free his son from the car seat. The car continued to sink in the canal, and Miami-Dade police officers responded to the scene. The first officer that got there was Edward Webster, and he quickly went into action and just dove in the canal to rescue the young boy. Other officers got to the scene. They were able to get the boy free after minutes submerged underwater and quickly provided CPR. 
After numerous chest compressions, Christopher Valdez, the eight-year-old boy, began to breathe. The child is expected to make a full recovery. So, Joe, the officers there were Officer Julian Reyes and Edward Webster. These guys are heroes. What do you think about the whole situation um, that took place with these officers, you know, saving this young boy's life on his birthday? It's incredible, right? Yeah, shout out to those guys for being heroes. Um, It kind of, it hit home for me a little bit, you know, being a father, having a young son. Um, just imagining myself in that situation. I couldn't imagine. It's it's just, I mean, it's heartbreaking to see that that even happened. But, you know, it's that just goes to show you that police officers will, will put their lives on the line to, to save a complete stranger. You know, that eight-year-old, they don't know that eight-year-old kid. They don't know that, that dad. And that police officers are good people and that 99.9% of police officers are good people that will put their lives on the line to do what those officers did in that situation. And it's a shame that the national news media, CNN and MSNBC, who have the worst ratings in the world, I mean they're trash, never ever would promote a story like this for political reasons and you know, imagine if these news stations, these national news stations actually praised police officers and how much more unified we would be. Right. So these officers are heroes and you'll never hear anything from the national news. You only hear it from a local news for five seconds. Police officers put their lives on the line every single day. So shout out to these guys. Um, they're heroes. Yeah. Good job, guys. And it's it's a shame that, you know, the national news wants to see um negativity they thrive off the negativity right they don't want us to be united they want everybody to be against each other and yeah there there's always going to be a few bad apples but that's in that's in everything there's there's either good you're either a good person or a bad person so we i think in here in florida we all get along pretty well so i think you know there's really no issues there but we all we just have to stay together and and not let the negativity take over our country and the world. You know, the average salary of a police officer is 60,000 a year. You can't even live off 60,000. That is total BS for police officers to be paid 60,000. How about instead of defunding the police, we fund the police. How about using some of the money that goes to Ukraine, the hundred billion dollars that's gone to Ukraine. How about we give some of that to our police officers so they can have all the resources they need So we can get the best recruiting, get the best police officers in there, get the best cars, get the best training for these police officers. And imagine what we could do if we actually praised the police, we funded the police properly. 60,000 is total BS. The police need to be paid way more than that. They're put in impossible situations that nobody would do except for them. And they have to make a split second decision. And, you know, they're criticized more than they're praised. And that's that's not right. So the police need to be making more money. I believe teachers, school teachers need to be making more money. Because then you'd have, if school teachers made more money as well, we would have better education in our schools, right? Because they would only hire the best teachers and that would promote competition for teachers to have incentives, right? To teach at the best of their abilities. So, I mean, it's just a shame that you know, teachers and police officers and firefighters, they're not paid like they should be. And to tie all that together, police and teachers, why don't we invest in more security at our schools? 
So psycho gunmen can't run in the schools and gun innocent children down. Why don't we try to create more jobs for, you know, maybe some homeless veterans that that would be willing to protect the school or or, you know, metal detectors, whatever has to be done. There needs to be a change. We need to help our schools stay safe. Um, We need to provide not just teachers, police officers, but, you know, hospitals, nurses, people, people that put their lives on the line and serve others every day. They need to be accommodated for it. They need to be compensated for for that so they can take mm-hmm. care of their family, take care of their own families and have a, a livable wage because $60,000 a year, you can't live off that in yeah. 2023. Yeah, the police need to be, all these people need to be paid more. And the fact that all of this money is going to Ukraine instead of helping us first, it's truly criminal in my opinion. Like, we could be using that money for so much good here, and it's going to another country, right? We can use that for the police force and many other things. Infrastructure. I mean, it's just a mess. You know, but shout out to Miami-Dade Police Department, um, Edward Webster, Sergeant Edward Webster and Julian Reyes. You guys are heroes. You saved that eight-year-old boy's life. And God bless you guys. You guys are heroes. Yeah, thank you guys. Alrighty, guys, uh, that's three. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace out. Have a good night.